Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. It is going to be a good weekend. I know it. And you know why I know it? Because it's Aries season. Okay. Did it just start? When does Aries season begin? I actually think it started a while ago because it ends on the 19th. Hmm. I'm actually on the cusp. I didn't of Aries actually and Taurus. know that you were on the cusp, I don't think. I'm a cusp girl. I'm on the, the cusp of power. Wow. Are you feeling powerful it. in your season right I'm now? I'm feeling so powerful. I have to read what my co star told us. I don't know why I thought it was so funny because I feel like when I told you, you didn't think it was as funny as me, but the um, co-star app will sometimes tell you about like you and your friend. Like if you have their chart mm-hmm. on your profile, they'll be like, you and JC today are whatever. Uh-huh. And the other day I found one. Okay. It wasn't hilarious. So don't get your hopes up, but it's also weird that they like just know so much about you. By reading your stars. Wait, guess what I'm getting done tomorrow? What? I'm doing the, a human oh. design reading. Nice. Virtually. That'll I'll, be awesome. I'll report back for next week's episode. Yes. Tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. You and JC as teachers. Okay. This was a couple days ago. It's Jace- like if we were teachers, this is how it would yes. be? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and JC as teachers. JC overprepares for their classes. You give all your students an A-. minus. You both smoke in the teacher's lounge. Please. <laughs> Why is that like kind of, kind of makes accurate. sense to yeah. me though? No, it does. That's the thing with all of these zodiac things. They always make a little bit of sense. That's funny. That's so I know. random. So I've never gotten notifications like that. And it will That's tell funny. you like how to communicate with a certain person in your life today. Like you and Abby are this and this. Like try to communicate this. Interesting. So interesting. Zodiac is fascinating. It's to so me. fascinating. Today we're doing a fun episode about the fact that you're not too late in life. And Kenzie Elizabeth actually did an episode like this, I think last year. And I really liked the concept because I feel like in today's day and age, just with social media and so much access to seeing what other people are up to and, you know, what they're doing in life, It's very easy sometimes to feel like you are too late to things and like you are not doing enough. And I think it's so important to like zoom out sometimes in life and understand that we all have our own unique path and timing and that so many people in life did not get success or do what they want to do until they were much older. And you do not have to have life figured out when you are like in your early and mid or late 20s or even when you're in your 50s for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, It's never too late. It's never too late to do so many different things. And I was thinking, Leif and I were talking about this on our walk today, that 
social media really simplifies your view of people's life. And it's kind of, we've probably talked about this concept before, but like if you're ever feeling jealous of someone that you see on social media, this is a good reminder for me that I have to remember is like, if you're jealous of a certain aspect of someone's life, okay, let's say someone has a beautiful house with an amazing kitchen and you're just like, I am so jealous of that. Like, I wish I had that. Okay, that's kind of a surface level thing to wish. Okay, even if you're like, I love this girl's, uh, the way she looks. Like, I wish I looked like her. She is just so pretty. Would you be willing to switch every single thing that she has going on in her life for yours? Like, you can't just pick and choose the things in life. Like, okay, I want that girl's house. I want that girl's body. I want her success. I want her husband, whatever. I'm just making things up. But it's like, you have to be willing if you were to switch places with someone, you get everything they have. Exactly. You get their, all their baggage. You get all of their other issues as well. And no one, the point is that no one has a perfect life. So that's kind of a different tangent of like jealousy. But I think it it relates to comparing yourself and feeling like you're too late. It's like that all stems from just comparing your life to other people's. And there's no need to do that because we all just have our own individual paths. Yeah, it's really interesting to think about life not as a structured uh, like I like not there's no structured itinerary to life it's not even though most of us do kind of use that as a manual like okay at this age I get married at this age I have kids this age they go to college and I have a fund for them and then me and my husband retire and then we travel and right and by then we've already had a successful business and have our dream house it's like we all think of our this timelines ever since we're little because that's what we see or that's what we want even maybe but it's just never like that. Nobody ever has that exactly perfect timeline. Even though it might seem like it to other people, there's always something that maybe they're like, wait, I just never got to do this. And they pick it up in their 60s or they're, you know, they buy their first house in their 50s and they've been wanting a house since they're, you know, whatever. Or they don't find their true love until their 50s or 60s or 70s or, you know, whenever. So you could find your true love when you're 12. You never know. And I think having an open mind to life and knowing that anything is possible at any time and you are not in control of anything is a very hard lesson to learn and something that I think we all have to learn continuously for the rest of our lives. But also when you do kind of let go of that control a little bit, you can surrender. Mm -hmm. And I've been reading Untethered Soul and it was talking about control actually recently. Uh, the chapter I was reading is all about just kind of accepting and letting go of things in life. And that can include expectations of what you think it should look like. And sometimes you literally start living in an alternate reality in your own head of what you think it should look like that you're literally missing out on the life that you are actually physically living. And even sometimes I think we can do that when we over focus on how to live the perfect life. It's like, okay, I'm gonna listen to all these podcasts. I wanna read all of these books. I'm gonna try and plan and make the perfect life for me. And I'm gonna see how I can best eat and best work out and best make a million dollars. And we're so focused on how to do that, that our whole life passes us by. Yeah, you're missing out on just the actual feeling and like being present mm -hmm. in life, which is like, I struggle with so much. I'm not even just, you know, I'm not yeah. speaking from a, a position of like, you guys need to be more present. It's like, that's, it's hard. It's very hard. And I think 
I actually saw this girl's video the other day. She was like, my life got so much better when I stopped like consuming self-help content 24-7 and, and doing just that, like trying to figure out how to live the perfect life, have the perfect routine and just started like literally listening to myself and how trying to create a feeling that I, you know, the life that I want to live without even thinking or getting other people's yeah. opinions and watching their, you know, whatever it is, like what I eat in a day being like, okay, I need to eat that. It's like, and just literally following what you want to eat. And it's I fine to get guidance. I'm yeah. just saying. I think when you self-help content in general has a purpose, but I think that purpose mostly for me, the times I get the most out of it is when I use it more as like a meditative thing instead of searching for something like a secret that they're going to tell me. I'm more of, you can never expect somebody to tell you like life's secrets. You already have all of that information inside of you. And if when you listen to something and it inspires you, it's because you're looking within actually and you're you're inspired to live your own best life. Not like, okay, now I'm going to do what they do. Exactly. I think it's more of a good reminder. Like mm -hmm. it's not bad to intake self-help content because it can be a really good reminder and give you a boost of motivation and stuff but it's like you're saying if you are just seeking 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 for something trying to find something outside of yourself like you will never probably be satisfied mm -hmm. um and it's like you were mentioning just as a society we do kind of live a certain timeline most of the time and I was reading this like article and it was talking about how when nine out of ten people around you follow the same path like and you are going down a different path or your life just doesn't look like theirs, it's easy to question if that's normal. But it's important to just remind yourself that there is no, like, quote unquote, normal and everyone has their own complete, just like life, path, destiny, everything. And feeling like you're too late for things in life can bring up like a lot of negative feelings like, guilt guilt yourself being like I should have started like I should have known better I should have started this before can bring sadness anger like it which is basically the opposite of motivation and inspiration and so I think it's important if you do feel like you're too late to something to not like just spiral into shame and realize that that is going to do the opposite of motivate you in any capacity yeah. and it'll just probably make you feel so much worse yeah and also, it's a good excuse not to, you know, get up and do anything. I find I use that as an excuse for myself a lot. Sometimes it's like, we always look for excuses when we're feeling lazy or when we're feeling sad because it's just easier to tell ourselves that because then it keeps us comfortable and we don't actually have to risk or get uncomfortable. It's like, oh, I'm too late anyway, so might as well not try. You know, ah, I should have done that earlier and ah, I didn't do it. So what's the point now? When you just get rid of, when you can just get rid of that excuse, it does become a little scary. And it's like, yeah, now you have to actually get up and, you know, do whatever it, it is you want to do, which will be very beneficial. But it is hard in the moment. So I got these from, I believe it was a LinkedIn article. Oh, I literally wrote down the girl's name, I swear. So that I could, I believe this is from the same article. Oh, I hope it's the right one called The Feeling of Being Late in Life, You Are Not Alone by Yemen Yesosemen. Okay, not sure how to pronounce, but there are some different kind of categories that a lot of people tend to feel like they are too late in life. And it's aspirations. So 
So like a new career or going back to school, learning how to cook, traveling abroad, hobbies, which could be anything under the sun, interior Mm -hmm. design, art, whatever, photography, anything you can think of, relationships. And this could be like having a happy, healthy, loving marriage, having good girlfriends, having traditions for your kids. Like those are things that you could just be like, oh, I'm too late. And then habits. So journaling, meal planning, exercising, waking up earlier, getting good sleep, whatever the case may be. There's a million different habits throughout your day. But all of those different things, I think it's easy to, if you're used to just not doing them, it's very easy to be like, yeah, well, what's the point now? Yeah. So I did want to, and we were kind of talking about this at dinner the other night because we were talking about, we had an amazing Greek meal. Oh my gosh, it was so So good. good. In Boston. And we were just saying like, I just want to be able to cook this. Like, it would be so amazing to be able to host people at your house, be able to make these dips, make your own bread and have all of these like amazing flavors and just be able to feel confident in the kitchen and cook. And we were giving ourselves a little motivational talks. We're like, you know what? There have been other things that we weren't great at that we started later in life. A lot of people we know didn't start cooking until later. And um, like we someday could be so talented at cooking and be so confident in the kitchen. Yeah, watch out, Gordon Ramsay. Wait, really quick. I asked some people like what they feel like they're too late in or too late for on our story. So I wanted to read some of those. Too late to make new friends. Too late to live in a big city. uh, To truly develop a new skill. I'm almost 21 and haven't had my first kiss. Hurts the ego, that's for sure. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to be too late for my babies. I am in my early 30s and still have a lot of life to live before children. My husband is also four years younger than me. So we're just not ready yet. Too late for becoming more of an extrovert. Too late to expand my friend group. Too late to be smart. Too late to start making music. To learn hip-hop dancing. To buy a house. To learn what I actually like and am passionate about. I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) And the podcast is over. I am very sad right now. (laughs) Too late to develop good eating and wellness habits. It's easy to get in a rut that you feel like you can't get out of. Uh, Too late to experience my party phase because I'm 24 living at home with controlling parents. Too late to find my style, to learn a new language, to know what I'm going to do with my life, to move to another state, to start a career because I'm currently a stay-at-home mom. I feel inexperienced with boys, too late to be an influencer. There's so many things. And I think if anything, when I'm reading those, it's so important to remember that we all feel like this in in different ways. So many ways. In so many ways. And it's so normal. Yeah. Like it is, it's just to be expected, honestly. And also, I think there are a lot of things. I wrote down some things that I, as we were prepping for this episode, I was feeling very motivated. I'm like, you Same. know what? I got to get off my lazy butt and get going. Same. Because I'm feeling so just rejuvenated by all of these inspiring stories of people getting, you know, success later in life, finding what they, their purpose later in life, finding the love of their life later in life, whatever it is. And so I wrote down some of the things that I feel like have been Most of them have been on my heart literally for a while where I think about them all the time. And I think some of the things we could get caught up in being like, well, I'll never do this. And it's like, do you even want to do that? Like, is that even something that's you truly care about deep down? Or is that just something you see other people doing? You're like, oh, I want to do that. Kind of. No, that's a very, very important aspect that I 
wrote down too is like, you should be very honest with yourself about what you actually like and what you want to do and the feeling that you want for your life specifically and personally, because it has nothing to do with anyone else. And so to be like, well, I need to get married by this time. I need to do this. It's like, it's just not true. You have your own life and, and you shouldn't push things like, yeah, I need to get good at cooking. It's like, mm-hmm. do you want is, yeah. do you want that? Is that exactly. the type of life you want to live? Because if not, like, what's you don't need to push yourself to what, do that. What's the difference between things you guys think that you should do and the things that you deeply want to do? Mm-hmm. You have to think about that a little bit because the things that you just think you should do, you need to let go of those because if you, maybe later you'll have the, you know, passion to really go for it and it'll come up and it's like, this is the time where I really need and I want to do this. But I think a lot of times we just get caught up in our ego and your ego just wants and wants and wants and wants. It just wants to want, literally. Like it wants, it always wants more and it always wants to want more. It will never let you feel satisfied. So you also have to let go of that feeling of like, am I just looking for something because I have, you know, everything's actually okay and I am doing pretty good and I'm really grateful for my life and I'm just looking for an issue here. I'm just looking for something to distract me, you know? But anyways, here are some things that I wrote down that, I have been thinking about or that I've recently just been like, these are things that I want to start that I literally have not started yet. I mean, some of these I'm like, you know, dabbling in dabbled, but things that I really want to get serious about. I really want to get good at pickleball and take tennis lessons. Like I just want to be able to play a game. I don't, I know how to play tennis kind of like I know how to hit, but I don't know all the logistics of games and stuff like sets and all that stuff. Did you, have you ever taken tennis lessons? Not legitimate tennis okay. lessons. Oh, I think that was maybe Delaney or someone. I just had a memory. I was like, wait, have you done that before? No. I mean, Nick's dad, Kurt, he's really good at tennis. He played, he's like a collegiate tennis player. So mm-hmm. he gives me lessons sometimes. And Nick does as well because Nick's really good. And my dad has, but I've never gone to like a tennis teacher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I think about pickleball all the time. I dream about it. I also want to be a really good cook. That's something that I think about constantly. And I'm always, there's a a burning fire in my soul to be a good cook. And I think I've gotten tastes of it every once in a while where I'm like, okay, I can see that it's possible for me. What do you think is holding you back? Laziness. Well, no, actually, I just think, I mean, the common theme for anybody, most of the time, it's like priorities. It's not like I'm sitting around and I'm like, I should cook, but I just want to lay on my butt. It's like most of the time, it's just I don't prioritize it, so... Then yeah. I don't have time. Buying a house, getting more into the fashion industry in some way. I really want to learn how to sew. I do not know how to sew at all. I know how to crochet, but that's it. Crochet, really? Isn't that when you do the like little needles? Yeah, but you know how to do that. Yeah, like if I was like crocheting Thank a beanie, you, you young women's. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh no, no. I mean, I would have to like. I I need to. I'm not a professional, but I know how to do it. I would. It's been a while. Okay, okay. I can't wait for my new mittens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was literally 11 when I learned how to do that in Young Women's, and I was addicted. I was literally like, this is the funnest thing. Literally sitting there with my crochet needles, like, looking like an old woman I feel woman like I do chair. remember doing an activity like that, but uh, you could not. So I fun. would not know how to do it now at all. I definitely want to travel Europe with my kids, future kids. I have one kid, obviously, but I want to do that at some point. Or just anywhere around the world with them more so. And I think, you know, this is going to be a little crazy. But I do think I want to go back to college at some point for something. Really? If, if the This is something that I'm not like, if I die without doing it, I will be totally fine. But 
if the opportunity arises where it's like something I'm really passionate about, I want to, you know, get back into, I would love to do that. Nice. I think I I would be able to enjoy it in a way that I wouldn't have the first time around. That's a sleigh. Yeah. What are some I could picture that. I didn't really prepare any of my specific things that I like want to do before I die, honestly. But I mean, definitely been on my mind a ton buying house. Mm -hmm. And although I don't think the, the first house that me and Leif purchased will be like the dream house. Mm -hmm. I know that it won't be, but like, that's perfectly fine. It's not like I'm expecting that, but I also do have a very clear vision of, I mean, not exactly what it looks like or something, but I know that I will get my dream house one day. Mm -hmm. Like I know so, so certainly that I will. And so that's something that is very exciting for me to like look forward to. But even the first house that we get, like I'm, I'm just excited to purchase a home and kind of make it my own and like renovate it in a unique way that I envision and just have it be very like special and uh, what's the word I'm looking like personalized. So that's something that has been on my mind a lot. Definitely like hosting and cooking and baking has been on my mind, specifically, honestly, baking, because that interests me, I think, a little bit more. Or maybe I just feel like I'm a little bit better at baking, so it feels more attainable. But I, it's like that conversation we were having at dinner. We were like, it would just be so nice to have friends over, you know, during the summertime and be in the backyard and have like beautiful, unique, like vintage dishes out. This is, well, this is something that I'm now saying. And just, yeah, like cook a meal or have some baked goods and have people over to make pizzas on a little pizza oven and play games. Like that's something that's been on my heart and mind. Like I'm excited for kind of that chapter and I want to do that, which it's not something I host. Sometimes I've been hosting a little bit more recently, but my mom is the hostess of the mostest. Okay. (laughs) Like she's always the hoster. Mm Mm-hmm always and for like events in my family and stuff and she's so good at that and I think I've always thought like oh I will never be that person because it's my worst nightmare when it's like okay everyone's coming over oh my gosh kill me like (laughs) get all these personalized napkins out and tie ribbons on whatever like she's just very specific but I think the older I get the more I appreciate the vibe that she has like the ambiance and the vibe that she creates for people Mm -hmm. because it's an experience and like everyone knows that about her it's like oh if you come over to Jill's for dinner it's going to there's going to be candles lit there's going to be like fancy glasses and really good food and like I love that about Mm -hmm. her and I I hope that someday I can you know kind of do the same where I host and it's like people know if they come over to my house it's going to be very like cozy and warm and inviting and have good food. That would be great. I guess the last thing that's been on my mind is just like having a family. Does this even make sense with… Yeah, this makes sense with the episode. I'm like just going into all my desires now. (laughs) But um, I do think that that is also a huge thing that people feel too late Mm -hmm. on or they feel behind. And I can relate to that. I mean, I was telling Chelsea this weekend like our 10-year high school reunion is coming up. And this year, it's like in a month. And I was saying if we're not even actually going to it. but if you told me when I was in high school 10 years ago that I would come, it would be time for my 10-year high school reunion and I I would not have any kids, I would be shocked specifically because of where we grew up and specifically because it is common to get married young and have kids young. And like we have friends who have four kids. We have friends who have three. Most of my friends have kids. 
and I do feel late or like I'm one of the last. But lately, I've been feeling so much more peace about that where I'm like, I don't, I feel late because I am one of the last of my friends, but I also deep in my soul do not feel late at all. I, and everyone says this and I think it's like very, I don't know, it's, it's, also something that's annoying to say, but hopefully it doesn't come across annoying because I'm not pregnant. So I still haven't like, quote unquote, gotten what I wanted at this point. But I think sometimes it just takes time to understand that, like the timing of your life. And like for years, it's like, oh, just like pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, why can't we just have kids? Like all of our friends have kids, all of our, And it's now I'm just like looking kind of at the situation from a bird's eye view. And I'm like, this is our timing and this is like our life. And it has nothing to do with anyone else. And I feel so much peace about that. Mm -hmm. I know that like we're going to have kids and it's going to be in great timing. And I don't truly have very firm expectations of exactly when that is going to be. But I know it'll happen eventually and it'll be great. So maybe that just takes time I think that a lot of people like if you're if you are going through infertility or if you do feel late like that's kind of an annoying sentiment when people are like it will be in the right timing and you're Mm -hmm. just like literally no I want it to be now that's how I felt for a long time but I do feel like in the past year I've kind of like because I kind of have no choice it's like well it's not happening so I have to if I want to be happy and like content in my life I truly have to surrender and it's a good feeling yeah and it's it's interesting too as you're saying that's like you can really never be late to your own life You're only late according to people's standards. Exactly. And standards that you put on yourself. But when it's your life, like what's telling you you're late? Exactly. And as far as like business and career, I have so many goals and so many things. Like I feel like I know for a fact the businesses that I'm starting now, like will not be the last. Like I know that, I don't know, just... Well, I guess I shouldn't say I know, but I think that because of mine and Leif's like entrepreneurial spirit, we will always be like starting new businesses or investing in things or just doing creative things. I hope that I will always be doing creative things yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. That's definitely my goal. Love that. Should we get into some of these stories? We really yeah. get people in the mood. Yeah. These aren't like stories you guys wrote in, but and not really like stories, but kind of examples of people who have found success later in life that's inspiring just don't take it from us we're still in our 20s exactly and I wanted to point out as well because a lot of times in the media obviously we've talked about this but founders specifically get tons of media attention when they're young so then you see like okay Mark Zuckerberg whatever he started Facebook when he was literally in college and and he's a billionaire by the time he's whatever it's like we hear these stories the most because it's shocking that they're so young, but most founders actually have more success actually if they wait or if not, if they wait on purpose, but if they start in their forties and their businesses are actually more, um, what's That's the cool. word? Yeah. Like viable if they are, you know, in their forties or fifties. So I know it can just feel very stressful, but we're about to prove you guys wrong. So get out of your negative headspace. Yes. And get motivated. Get going, you lazy pieces of crap. (laughs) Okay. Julia Child said she couldn't cook until her early 30s. She didn't enroll at the famous French cooking school, Les Cordons Bleus, in Paris until she... And then I said in Paris. Why? I could have said in Paris. 
Wow. Until she was 37 years old and she didn't publish her first cookbook until she was 49 years old. That is the one I needed to hear today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is another similar one. Martha Stewart, the home and kitchen icon, did not find real success until age 41 when her first cookbook published. Like, think about Martha Stewart. She's one of the icons of our generation. And And she's an influencer. Yes. And she is 15 years older than we are now, even. Mm -hmm. Or that was wrong. But but (laughs) she was. She was. Yeah. She was, yeah, like 12 years older than we are, even are now. Like, And she went to prison and everything. Like, she's gone <gasps> through so much. Wow. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's never too late to go to prison either. Yeah. You know what I love is I think the older I get, whenever I'm around my grandparents or my mom, I love asking them questions about when they were growing up or like things that I just haven't heard about. I feel like when I was younger, maybe I didn't care or think about that as much but now I that's so valuable to me to hear their past experiences and every time I'm with my grandma I'll always ask her questions about like when her and my grandpa met or when they were younger and I just love 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 hearing the stories so if you guys want to make Mother's Day extra special this year you can give your mom or your grandma or someone in your life that's a mother figure to you a unique heartful gift that will truly make her feel special and loved and that is the gift of story worth This is such a cool idea. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It's a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. So every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of options. And there are questions that you may have never really had the chance to ask or like thought of. Like, what is the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? We got this from my mom uh, last Christmas, I believe, or maybe two Christmases ago. And the answers that she gives are so meaningful. And I'm so happy that I have those for the rest of my life. Some of them are shocking where I'm like, whoa, I would not expect you to answer like that. And then some of them are, you know, just as predictable as I would think. (laughs) Like they ask, like, what is your what would your best day be? Like, what's the Um, hardest thing you've ever gone through in your life? What's the bravest thing you've ever done? And it's just so meaningful to have that from somebody that you look up up to and love so much. So after one year, StoryWorth will compile your loved one's stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. The book is going to be amazing, but the journey there will also be a gift itself. I loved reading the weekly stories that my mom shared over the course of the year that she was filling it out. It really was just like a highlight of my week. So give all the moms in your life a unique heartfelt gift that you'll cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash what we said. That's S-T-O-R-Y. W-O-R-T-H dot com slash what we said to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Chelsea and I are about to plan a little date night with the boys to Top Golf. Top Golf is a moment, you guys. It's very nostalgic for Chelsea and I specifically because we used to go in high school and stuff on dates or in friend like friend groups. Um, but it's just such a fun place. You can take Top Golf as seriously or as not seriously as you want. You can get dressed up in some golf attire. You can like really be competitive with it and try to hit the targets on their fairway and stuff. Um, or you can just go and have a silly goose time and not really care. Just eat food, sit underneath the like heated or the cooled bays if it's summertime or winter, whenever you're going. They have a bunch of stuff that makes them golf. So they have clubs, balls, tees, turf, 
They also have a bunch of stuff that's not necessarily golf, like loud music, giant targets on the giant fairway, like I mentioned, huge TVs, handcrafted food and beverage menu. Put all these things under one roof. You've got yourself a really good time. So consider this your formal invitation to grab some family, a few friends, some coworkers, and come play around. I personally love a good boys versus girls moment. So I cannot wait to just absolutely annihilate Nick and Leif. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a golf professional, um, but you can just have fun with it and you can still have a chance. Exactly. And also, this is very important if you live somewhere very cold or very hot. They have very comfy bays. They're heated in the winter and cooled bays in the summer. So you can eat, relax. It's an outside experience, but you're also uh, comfortable. It's amazing. And like I said, if you don't golf, it doesn't matter. You can everyone can play top golf. Even if no one can swing a club, you can still play top golf and it's still a very fun time. I also think this would be a very good idea for a little work get together, you know, get to know your coworkers, grab some of the uh the management and play around, you know, some lighthearted fun around the office for, you know, coworkers. It's golf, it's not golf, it's top golf. Download the app, book a bay and come play around. Emmy-nominated actress and trans rights activist Laverne Cox rose to prominence with her role in Netflix's Orange is the New Black in 2013 when she was 41. Nice. In 2014, she graced the cover of Time Magazine at the age of 42. And at 45, she was nominated for her first Emmy. Wow. Those are other ones where you think physically, like the physical ones are the ones I have a hard time with sometimes if it's like, even like learning a sport or something mm-hmm. like that. You're like, but no, physically like, or being a model or actress, if you're pursuing that, it's like, I'm sure you're like, wait, I'm getting older, a pop artist. Yeah. But it goes to show you're never too late. Yeah. Never too old. I was talking to Leif this morning. Also, I was going I told him I was going to bring him up on this episode because he just learned to surf this year when he's 30. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's not so, so old, but he was saying like I felt way too late because a lot of guys that I see out there they've been surfing since they were two years old and they're my age and they've been literally surfing for over 20 years so they have a lot on me and I feel dumb being 30 out there like not knowing exactly I mean he knows he's been like uh, you know he's had experience in the ocean but he just never had surfed actually and really and so he has like worked on it every day. And he was saying like, it really has brought me so much like happiness, so much uh, discipline and routine mm-hmm. and I'm in confidence. Like I feel confident now because it's like, I, I took the time to learn a new skill and I'm still developing mm-hmm. it when I'm 30. Like I would have never, even 10 years ago, I thought of 30 as so old and I wouldn't have thought I would, I would do that. And I was telling him like, you, you at this point have a solid 20 years of like minimum probably of surfing yeah. and of going out in the water. And like, I'm so glad that you started this habit right when now. You did, when yeah. you did, instead of just being like, oh, I feel dumb and not doing it, you know? Exactly. This is a classic one that's always shakes me to my core. Kris Jenner was 52 when she met with Ryan Seacrest in 2007 to pitch the idea for a reality TV show following her family, keeping up with Crazy. the Kardashians. 52, like another icon. She had had six children by then. I think that's another thing like with almost people who feel like they, I don't even know how you say this, but have a bunch of kids and like stay at home moms. And they're like, well, like my life now is my over. life is over. No, like you have a whole life ahead of you mm-hmm. and you should 
do what you want to do, whatever that may be for your kids as well, because they, they want you to be happy and they want you to go out and live your dreams as well. Definitely. You know, you can start a reality TV show with them when you're 50. Exactly. <laughs> Just follow Make the... money off of them and give them the career of a lifetime. Exactly. Follow the blueprint. Stan Lee. Do you know how that is? I think I was the in Marvel. my research. Yeah, he comic. Mm-hmm. The past decades of Marvel movies have become some of the biggest storylines to hit the big screen. Many superheroes came from the much-loved comic book creator, Stan Lee, who you would often spot in a cameo in the movies based on his comics. Stan Lee didn't catch his break until he was nearly 40 years old when he published The Fantastic Four. From there, the rest of the, our heroes were history. Wow. And Marvel is huge. Massive. Massive. I keep telling my brother to write a book. And I'm going to make him listen to this episode because he's 30. And I'm like, dude, you need to. He's so creative, so funny, so smart, Clay. And if you're listening, Clay, you need to finish your novel because I know it'll be so good. And you can be the next Stanley. And 30 is young to write a book. Yes. Like, that's like. But literally, society just messes with you if you literally don't aren't a millionaire and don't own a house and don't have the love of your life and by 22 or are a pop star it's like you're like okay well you know I guess I'm just destined to well, a life and I I think that that is also sadness and disappointment misery <laughs> it has to do with the fact also that in our world today we have so many resources and so mm -hmm. much access to stuff which is why a lot of people are very successful at a young age but it's also why if you're not you're like, um, I'm a failure because mm -hmm. you see all these crazy success stories. Exactly. Um, Shonda Rhimes, who I believe wrote and produced Grey's Anatomy. I'm not mm -hmm. sure exactly what her like title is, but she did that at age 35 and then went on to produce other successful shows like Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder. I was going to say, some of my favorite shows. I've never seen the Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder. <gasps> Those are good, actually. Really? Mm -hmm. Scandal is some crazy. Anatomy. Really? Scandal is scandalous, Ooh. obviously. J.R.R. Tolkien didn't publish his first novel, The Hobbit, until he was 45 years old. He completed The Lord of the Rings when he was 56. That's wild. Wild. Like, it is so famous. Morgan Freeman found success and his career took off at age 52. He had been working hard for many years as an actor. Like, and he's his, an icon. He's an icon. Betty White. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, maybe it's literally the key to actually not get yeah. successful until you like, are 50. How about everyone slow down a second? Seriously. Betty White was one of the most award-winning comedic actresses in history, but she didn't become an icon until she joined the cast of the Mary Tyler Moore show in 1973 at age 51. Oh, I love Betty White. I know. An icon, another icon. That's kind of true. You know what? Especially for a lot of girls listening, I feel like do want to become influencers or podcasters or start a channel. And I think that specifically, you feel like if you weren't a child star or like you didn't you get didn't started start when you were 15, mm -hmm, yeah. you're like, well, what's the point? I have been seeing so many literal ladies in their 40s or 50s that I've been following on TikTok that just have like great style or are really good interior designers or things like that. And I think you, we just hold ourselves back. It's like there always is time. I think as well, if you get into that specific like, influencing industry later 
you probably have a better head on your shoulders than if you were to start when you're 19. And you probably have a better chance at actually making it because it's less, there's less people doing it, honestly. Yeah. And, and you have just so much more experience. There's mm-hmm. never, it's literally never too late. No, okay? never. Okay. My last one is Colonel Harlan Sanders left school in seventh grade and worked several jobs, often quitting in anger or getting fired. And at the age of 40, he ran a small gas station and opened a small restaurant in the apartment next to the station. Words soon spread and business grew. And in 1952, at the age of 62 years old, he opened the first Kentucky Fried Chicken, (gasps) KFC. Colonel Sanders! Literally 62 (laughs) years old. That is crazy. That's wild. Okay, this is my last one. I'm going to go get some chicken and biscuits after this. Why does that sound so good? Why does that sound like it would hit in this moment? Yeah. I haven't had KFC in years, but that's... Let's go get some crispy fried chicken after this. Oh, this is my, my last one. Michelle Yeoh won the Oscar for Best Actress in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once at 60 years old. Wow. And said in her speech, I'm going to cry. Literally, I'm going to cry. Ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Never give up, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. There is no prime. There is no prime. You know what I mean? In life, like, uh, especially for girls, because I think... I hope that society is getting better about like aging and things like that. I feel like it is. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's always been such a common theme is like. After you're 25, it's all downhill from there. Exactly. Like you're washed up and like whatever. But I think if as long as we as women, this is what we we try to instill in everybody. Respect and love ourselves and always believe that we are. Our worth never changes, not with how old we are, not with anything. Like our worth never, ever can be changed. And just keep that energy for the rest of your life. And Mm -hmm. you teach people how to treat you. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we, like women have just been so, always have been so strong, but especially like in media, I think they do have that energy. Like, like women, like Michelle Yeoh, it's like they have been teaching the world how to treat us. Mm -hmm. Like we respect and love ourselves and we know that we're always in our prime. Yes. And then people, men will believe anything. (laughs) (laughs) We've learned one thing. We can trick them. Yeah, I think that I kind of wanted to, do you have anything else? I wanted to like, I mean. I have a couple more things, but okay, we'll wait. Well, this is kind of wrapping it up. So why don't you go ahead? Well, these were just the personal antidotes. How do you say that? Anecdotes. Anecdotes from like people in our lives. Mm Mm-hmm who started things later in life. Because again, we're, we're only 27. But I can say I actually, um, speaking of what we were talking about in the last episode, I would say I was very unorganized, very messy growing up. And then in the last couple years, I have rebranded myself. I feel like I am very organized and prep well for trips and like always have things handy and always cleaning up. After, well, not always, but for the most part, clean up after myself. And that was something that I was like, well, I'll just always be like this. Like, I'll just always Mm -hmm. be messy. I'll just never have anything in order. I'll always be a chaotic mess. And I definitely feel like I've gotten much better at that, which gives me hope and confidence. And also that's how I felt about tennis. I didn't really learn how to literally get good at a sport with a ball. I mean, I did like dance and swim, but which I never thought I was good at. I never thought I was an athlete. Like I would always tell Nick, I'm like, I'm just not like really athletic. 
And when I started doing like playing tennis with Nick and kind of taking lessons from him and learning how to hit the ball, learning how to serve and getting good. It's such it's the best feeling. Very empowering. Yeah. Yeah. Beth wrote in. She said, my mom decided to go back to school and get her master's degree in her early 30s, even bringing a five year old Beth along with her to all of her classes. Oh, I'm going to cry. So cute. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry thinking of five-year-old Beth. <sighs> I want to hold her. I want to squeeze her. <laughs> also, my dad went back to college. I needed to, I forgot to ask him his legitimate age, but probably 15 years ago, after he had a full-on career, had like six kids, he went back to school, got his master's degree, changed careers completely, and got is working on his doctorate. And I think he's getting another master's degree right now, and he's 60 years old. That's awesome. And I don't see that man slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> That's very impressive. We are so excited about this sponsor, you guys. Like, I literally, after we found out about the sponsor, I went into Nick and I was like, you're going to be so jealous. Lululemon, okay? Dream the come one, true. The only Lululemon. JC and I have been wearers of Lululemon for years. Lululemon is under my um, Christmas tree every year. Like when I go to my in-laws, that's all we get each other is just bags and bags of Lululemon because you can never go wrong. Lululemon's Align Collection specifically. Greatest of all time. Greatest. It's truly the GOAT, okay? They're so soft. It feels like you're not wearing anything. I always go back to my Align leggings. Without fail every <laughs> time. I actually, I have a uniform for Pilates and it is 100% of the time, Lululemon align like leggings. Like that is my go-to uniform. And sometimes I won't wear that. Like if they're all dirty or something, I'll wear a different pair. And I truly am regretful because mm -hmm. the align leggings are just that good. The fabric like hugs your body in a certain way that just other leggings do not compare in my opinion. So the flexibility, they have like a four-way stretch, which means you can bend, stretch, and move literally any way you want without restriction. They're so comfortable. It's made with Nulu fabric for the softest, comfiest texture your legs have ever felt, period. This is why they're so great for out and about, you know, running errands, going to the gym, they're doing like a, yoga. But they're also, a lifestyle legging. You yeah, can, but also just rocking around your house, bending down, cleaning up, cooking, because they're so comfortable. It feels like you're not wearing pants. Yes. And they all also shape perfectly to your body for a flattering look that is uniquely yours. And they're extremely weightless, which is my personal favorite part. Also, I love traveling with them, like wearing them or putting them in my suitcase because they're super lightweight and they don't take up like any space. So if we haven't sold you by now, I'm not sure what will, but you guys can get into the Lululemon Align collection at lululemon.com. Go check it out. You will not be sorry. As we're talking about, you know, starting a new endeavor any time in life, you know what is going to be a perfect addition to that? Hmm. Squarespace. Squarespace is the place to be for entrepreneurs, small businesses, podcasts. And if you uh, want to get your art out there, your digital art, Squarespace is for you. JC and I both have a lot of personal experience using Squarespace to set up a website, sell goods, you know, post blogs, all of that. And it's, it's just the place to be. Squarespace is everything to sell anything. Squarespace has the tools you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. 
Whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. They also have like video blocks so you can put your videos from YouTube or other websites onto your Squarespace site. You can add an image overlay to your video to improve your website's load speed. These are all things that are like, you know, above my pay grade, okay? Like <laughs> I don't know how to do a lot of these things. So it's so nice that Squarespace just makes it user-friendly even if you're not super knowledgeable about creating a website. You can connect your social media accounts so you can display your posts from Instagram, TikTok, all of that so your followers can easily like follow you on socials which is awesome and then also you can have multiple contributors you can give people selective access like if you have an, a graphic designer or someone that's working on your website you can like give them permission to both of you can have access to the website basically you can see your traffic overview see your unique visitors your page views and how they trend over time and it gives you a lot of valuable information about your customers or your audience and you own all of the content that you put on the Squarespace platform. They offer one-click data portability. So head to squarespace.com slash what we said for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That is squarespace.com slash what we said and use offer code what we said. Go check it out and get going. And then this one says JC's mom made a career change in her late 30s. Beth put question marks. Do you know <laughs> if that's true? Uh, yeah, that, that must be true. And became a gay agent for American Airlines and now gets to travel the world with her husband and kids. Yeah, maybe even her 40, like her early 40s. I'm not sure I'd have to ask her when she got that job. Too late to travel the world. Facts. Also, some recent facts that Beth uh, wrote or like had written for us is that as of 2022, the new American median age to become a mom is 30. And as of 2022 as well, the typical age for a first time home buyer is 36. Which, honestly, that does comfort me, I will say. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, again, I don't know if it's just our community, but I'm like, in my brain, the average the average age to become a mom was like 25 probably. Like, yeah. even younger mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. And average. then Average, yeah. Average 25 because a lot of it was younger, but some older. And then for home buyer, like, I feel like average age was like 30 or like Literally. 28 or something. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm completely making that up. But that's just the way it felt growing up. So now some kind of like steps to take if you're like, I feel too late in this area are number one, the first one is to ask yourself a question in 10 to 20 years, what will I regret more starting now or not starting at all? And like, it is okay to be like, actually, I probably would not care if I started like you don't yeah. have to. It, it's not that the answer is always like, I must start. But like getting very honest with yourself and being like, I want this specific thing to be a part of my life. Well, yeah, ex what will I regret more? Just getting it done and trying to start doing it or just keep putting it off? And I was just talking to Tyson about podcasts, actually. And I was saying like, aren't you so glad you started your podcast six months ago? Mm -hmm. Because we we're talking about how it's getting even more popular to start a podcast. And which, by the way, is not a bad thing. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oversaturation, oversaturation. Yes, but also it means the industry is growing and there's room for you. Like, and there's more people listening. There's more people listening. It's very popular. So it's not always a bad thing. But I was just telling him, like, aren't you so glad you started six months ago? And he was like, yes. Like, I, I am. Because I was saying, what if you're still being like, oh, should I, should I? And it's like, now you have months of, I mean, it's been even longer than six months now, but it's like, now you have months of consistent episodes. You have something mm -hmm. to show for it. You have a direction you're going in. 
And it's because you took the leap and you did it and you tried and, you know, it's it's great. The next thing is to stop waiting for the perfect time. Because there really will never be a 100% perfect time. And an example of that is what we were talking about earlier, where if you maybe aren't in your dream home or you don't have a super nice big kitchen, but you want to start cooking, like just start trying to cook or bake now. And then once you get your dream kitchen or you're in a space that's bigger, it's going to be even better. And that's what Leif and I were talking about. Like if we want to be people who host things and make food, we need to start doing that now. I mean, we already have a little house, by the way. It's not like, you know, I'm not trying to act like we have nothing to like no place for people to come over. But if we're dreaming of like, oh, this backyard with this pizza oven, whatever, it's like, but we can start hosting now. And then when we get that, it will be normal to us and we can continue and elevate yeah. instead of being like, All shell right, shocked. Yeah, yeah, we got the we got the house now. Like we got to learn to cook. We got to learn to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there is never going to be a perfect time. Even same thing if you are like wanting to try out Pilates or something. Like I was telling my mom about reformer Pilates and she was like, maybe I should try a class. And that's another example. It's like, yes, she's going to be 50 this year. She absolutely should try reformer mm -hmm. Pilates. She'd probably love it. Like I saw this uh, TikTok of these women who are in their late 40s and they are just like in incredible shape doing yoga like all the time on TikTok. There's like a group of them. And um, maybe they're actually in their 50s, but they were saying like, we started yoga in our 40s. They look incredible. Like they just look so strong. They're doing these crazy poses. And I'm like, it's just so impressive. Mm -hmm. And it's very, to me, very inspiring and empowering to know that at any age you can pick, like, something, start, up. pick something up. There's also this other woman that I know of. Have you ever seen her? She lifts weights. She's in like amazing shape and she's in her 70s. She started weightlifting in her 70s. What? I need to find it in post. It's I'm like, that's too late. <laughs> <laughs> like you have osteoporosis. <laughs> Actually, she might have been in her 60s, but I need to show you. Regardless. It's crazy. Okay, let me look at this really fast. I do feel like the number one most unmotivating thing is to be a perfectionist. And I think a lot of us yes. are perfectionists. And although being a perfectionist, you almost say that and it's like, yeah, because I, I try really hard. I'm a perfectionist. No, that's not what it actually means. makes you want to do. It, being a perfectionist means you're never good enough, which is the most unmotivating thing to think about yourself. And that's why acceptance is just so important is just accepting your like surrendering. And surrendering doesn't mean like sitting down and just being like, okay, hands up. Like now I won't do anything. Actually, it feels so freeing. When you're when you feel free, you are so motivated. Mm -hmm. You're so inspired. So if you drop all of the expectations that you've had about yourself and what you should have done by now, what you should be starting and what you can never do, once you drop those, your mind is free to think about positive things for once. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, I'm not beating myself up. Now I can actually think about, oh, what should I do today that's going to make me feel good? Maybe I should, you know, go get that sewing kit and start learning. Maybe I'll sign up for masterclass or Masterclass is great. I actually just got masterclass. I was just telling Daisy, I'm like, I'm will be just catch me learning photography, catch me <laughs> learning all these things. And another thing that I think um, for me at least, and I again, I'm like not old. I, I feel like I'm very young for this, but all of my friends when I was in my early 20s were photographers and you guys were all, you know, influencers and you guys were all traveling the world. And I felt like I was never going to be like that. Like I was like, I'll never be. It's too late. <laughs> I was like 21 thinking yeah. like, well, I haven't been to Europe five times. Like I won't be, that's just not for me, I guess. And 
even now I feel like I haven't been all over the world, but I feel well-traveled even like within the country. And I never thought I would be like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it really, I don't know why I thought that about myself that because you just don't have something so early you just don't on know. and if you're you, comparing yourself to mm-hmm. specifically the people around you, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. When in reality, it's literally doesn't matter. And it's so possible for you. Exactly. Okay. In that same article, this girl was saying that picture that you're 80 years old and your life passes before your eyes like a film strip. What kind Bad. of what kind of life did you live and how did you feel in a situation where you assumed that you were late for what you wanted and did not take any steps? And she was saying you could like write your feelings. <laughs> and then what kind of life did you live when just, you took the opposite step? And how does it make you feel to have done this? And then just like kind of writing that out. And I actually do think that sometimes to my detriment, I am a very big picture thinker. And I actually think all the time about my future, which I've said in the past is like sometimes not a good thing. But that is like always what motivates me to just live the life I want to live is thinking about my the end of my life or myself in the future, looking back at my life and being so proud of the things that I just took a leap of faith and I just tried and I just did. And like, I... I just always want to have that energy in my life where I'm not afraid to try new things and I'm not afraid to start a business and I don't care if it fails because I can start a new one someday and whatever. I think that there are factors that definitely come into the picture when we're talking about these subjects like poverty and mental health. And there are things that can really deter you from getting success. And I want to also acknowledge that I feel very like privileged and lucky to live the life that I currently live and have the this mindset that I have had. But that is something that motivates me a lot in life is just like, I get, I don't know how many, I don't know what the purpose of life is, but if I'm here and if I, especially, certainly if I only have one chance, I will not be spending it doing things on other people's timeline, being scared, being insecure about what other people think. Oh, I don't want to post on TikTok. What if it gets no visas? It's just like, it's, this is, and that's so, that's such a silly little tiny thing. But those are the like little things that I think we just think about as people mm-hmm. are, it's like, oh, I feel dumb. Like Leif said, like, I don't want to go out in the water and everyone's like looking at me and I feel dumb. Or like, I don't want to cook a meal for people and it's not good. And it's just like, those things don't really matter. And what matters is in life is your effort. And the fact that you are trying to, curate a feeling in a in the life that you want to live and so and do it your way yes and do it the way that is that works for you in your own timeline in your own path and I think that's just important to remember so this like prepping for this whole episode it did make me feel the same way I was like I'm so motivated like life is Mm -hmm. just you know you gotta just do what you want in life you can't control it so Mm -mm. make the best of it and one of my favorite quotes is the time will pass anyways And I think that that is something to remember when you even think about doing something like going back to college. It's like, that's so long. Oh my gosh. You're maybe you're 28 and you're like, I want to become a doctor. That's so long. I'm not gonna be able to do that by the time, whatever, whatever. It's going to be eight years. Eight years will pass anyways. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be doing that or doing something else. So decide with what you, you know, decide um, what you want to do with your time. Yeah accordingly. And we believe in you guys. You are so worth all of your dreams. Just remember that. Everything that you want, you're worthy of 
going after it and getting it. And um, if nothing else, you're worthy of believing in yourself and that you're capable of doing it. And you can just remember that when you're just trying your best, you know, that's all you can do is try your best with what you're given. And don't be a perfectionist. Don't be hard on yourself. We're all in that one together because Mm -hmm. it's hard. And now like nowadays to just not have a constant checklist in your mind of things that you haven't done and things that you need to do. But think if you just just remember that that you have everything that you need and within you you don't have to go searching externally for it and just you know help each other out as well I think there's one thing with like doing your own doing things your own way and I 100% believe that like it's like that one song what's that song by Frank Sinatra like I did it my way I don't know I'm a full believer of that it's like what is a man what does he got if not himself then he is not anyways not familiar Wow, really? I feel like <laughs> I if you so. heard it, you would know. Okay. I'm just not. It's uh, I'm not the person to sing, to sing that song. I'm like, no, I can't sing. <laughs> Anyways, while that's important, it, I think something else is like we are on this planet with each other for a reason. So we can also, you know, help each other out and look look out for each other and all uh, accomplish our dreams together in a more collective way instead of you know dog eat dog world. And we want to yeah. talk more about that, like collective mindset too let us know if you want to hear more about that last thing I'll say is like remember that you are not any less important than the people you look up to I think that sometimes when you even these stories that we tell it's like oh Kris Jenner and Oprah or whatever yeah Yeah. and it's like oh but they're just an icon and or whatever it is and I'm not saying you need to be like so rich and famous by any means but like that does not mean any you are not any less important than any famous rich whatever person that you know or just anyone who you look up to and you you are inspired by you are not less than them like we are mm-hmm. all on equal playing field as far as worth goes and and what we're worth so never like beat yourself up and think you're not worthy of things because yeah. you absolutely are you're worthy of anything you want i i asked my mom on this new york trip that we had I saw this TikTok. It was like, ask your mom these questions. And I was like, okay. So I started asking her and it was like, was the worst and best part of being old or getting older? Being old. (laughs) Like, cool. And, you know, I think a lot of us do fear getting older. And that's the reason we think it's too late because we're like, well, we won't do that when we're older because we'll be sad and miserable. Right. But my mom was saying, she's like, just the worst part is your, your body is obviously a little different than when you're younger. So you're not in your youth. She's like, but it's your emotional strength is so much better. Like things roll off your back way easier. You're just, it, things are less emotionally just up and down mm-hmm. and like so many highs and lows. And she was like that. I would rather have emotional strength over like, you know, my 20 year old body right. any day. And so that we have so much, I just feel like we have so much to look forward to in different areas. And even though it might not seem like that at this point, there will be times where you will be, you know, happy or you will be feeling joy again. And there will be, yeah, there will be hard times and that's, that's life. So Mm -hmm. we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you for writing in those things that you felt you were too late on. Hopefully (laughs) uh, we could ease some of your anxieties and hopefully you feel a little bit less alone make sure you guys go get some tickets to our san francisco show it's the last show for a while also irvine i think it is sold out though but you know what you're never too late to do buy our tickets <laughs> buy and our leave merch. us a rating and review leave us a very heartfelt rating and review if you're feeling generous on the apple podcast app or the spotify app follow us on instagram for any updates on anything we have going on it's at what we said podcast we love you guys so much and that's, that's what, what we said, said. bye
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.